in the beginning there was... Oh wait, let me fix it. Oh, oh no. Oh no, that's not good. Welcome to the night. You think you know Night Demon? Then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented, all-access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. Show from the Headhunter release, Stay Awake All Night. I'm sending that one out to Matt Nardo since he was wearing his crocus shirt <laughs> in, in the interview there. So there you go, Matt. I don't know if you're still listening or not, but that's for you. There you go. Tribute. A little tribute to Matt. So, well, it was, it was good to talk to Tommy and Matt. These guys uh, seem like pretty, pretty good dudes. Oh yeah, they are. They're good, good peeps. Well, yeah, because you you collaborate with them on uh, you know the music and all. Oh, they might be the best musicians of all time, but <laughs> you didn't you didn't recognize your own song being played underneath the uh, when you were talking about it. I I kept just hearing little tiny clips, you know, like because it would over here you would just hear a second of it and then Tommy's voice like it would clip out. Yeah. So I I didn't pick it up. I didn't. I should have known the brilliance of my own song, but <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Well, uh, let me see what's going on here. I uh, was given a message to you okay. uh, last week. Uh, you know, I was out with uh, the Dockin' boys and, yeah. and John was saying, you know, it's been a while since I came on and did the uh, request thing. Okay. He said, so I want to come on in a couple of weeks and, and do the uh, request. He says, but I want to do a tribute to Eddie Van Halen. Okay. And he says, I will take requests of any Van Halen song, David Lee Roth era. Okay. And so, uh, you know, John Levin will come on and you guys can call in or call out uh, Van Halen songs from the Roth era. Okay. And, and he'll uh, knock out the uh, guitar part for it. That sounds pretty fun. He says, you know, we could do the whole, you know, full request thing, just, you know, all kinds of random songs. But since Eddie obviously is a big influence on John, he says, I, I think it'd be fun just to do Van Halen songs. Sure. So he says, I'm, I'm practicing up. So, uh, let the fans know that, uh, in a week or two, it will come on and we'll, uh, we'll do the Van Halen, uh, request. I'll request Van Halen, uh, guitar parts. 
Hey, we're gonna have to work out. We're gonna have to work out a schedule because I got guests galore. Everybody wants to be on the show all of a sudden. Well, everybody's it's Christmas is coming, so you got to promote some stuff. Now, you know who's coming on the show in a couple of weeks? Who's that? Um, and, and this is a name from the past, my friend. Uh, James Lenfield from Betalica. You know, that's really weird that you brought him up because I was actually thinking about him yesterday. Yeah, they have a new record coming out, of course, and. And he hit me up. I was like, dude, want to come back on the show? Can we make that work? And I was like, yeah, we can. Yeah, that's weird that you brought that up because that just hit me yesterday. I, I was wondering if Talica is still out there doing something. Yeah. have a new record getting ready to release. Yeah, good for him. You know, so coming soon and coming to a coming to a streaming platform near you. Well, they were they were they were one of the original mashup bands. Yeah, they might have been the original. <laughs> they, I mean, I think you discovered them what back in '06. Yeah, long 05, time. 05, 06, and and they actually came out and played a CMS night out for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good guys, man. Yeah, I like yeah, that seems that just seems so long ago. That seems like a zillion years ago. Uh, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that was like 2006. Yeah, it's been it's been, it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was like one of the first shows that we did a live uh, stream, right? You know, we worked out the details. Of course, Billy Morris was very instrumental in helping us uh, get get the internet and all that kind of shit set up. Right. But uh, but that's that's when I show up with a whole trunk load of equipment. Right. <laughs> and and this was before you know laptops were so you know so easily used and handy. Uh -huh and powerful enough to do what we had to do. But, uh, yeah, that, that, I think they may have played the first CMS night out that we did at, uh, at the hi-fi club yep. uh, way back in 06. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. And then, then we did that, uh, then we did that outdoor thing. What was that? No seven or Oh eight, somewhere around mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Somewhere in there. What was that? Uh, uh what, what Nelson's what, ledges yeah, Nelson's ledges, but it was called, it wasn't fake fest. It was some kind of tribute tribute, tribute night or something. Yeah. Like as they had all the bands out there that, uh, you know, did tribute to Meta to not, I don't know if it was Metallica, but Judas priest and Megadeth and, uh, you know, some of the harder rock bands. And, uh, we, we covered that. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. By the way, Matt, Matt Nardo hit me up just now and said he was listening and thank, tell me to thank Neely for the Crocus tribute. So there you go. Well, there you are. I aim to please. There you go. So as uh, long as it ain't, as long as it isn't Jim, <laughs> we're not, we're not aiming to please Jim. <laughs> fuck so, him and fuck his Richie Blackmore worship. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about the history of the show and, and all the things that, uh, you know, we did very, very early on and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, streaming, streaming radio, even in 06 was, was still fairly new Hell yeah! and and to stream a live, a live performance was, uh, was crazy. And I think that's, I think that's what caught, uh, Stevie Rochelle's ear because he wanted to do the uh, metal sledge night out. Right. And we broadcast, what was that? Three nights or two nights? Which one? The fake fest? No, no, no. The the metal sledge night out. Remember? Yeah, two nights. Yeah, two nights. yeah we did two full nights. Uh, no, we did three nights. You're right. We did three. I think it was three nights. Yeah. Yeah, it was three nights. Yeah. Yeah. So uh and, and we we broadcast the live show all three nights. Mm-hmm. So that was that was different. 
Well, dude, I'll tell you what was different. The fact that just to get Nelson ledges going, you had to climb a climb on top of a woodshed to get the, to put the router up where we could reach it. And then we were able to broadcast for like 14 hours or something. Yeah. yeah and all wireless. Yeah. We, we did a wireless connection across a field. Yeah. For 14 <laughs> hours. Not, not like for an hour. Yeah. 14 fucking hours of this nonsense. Yeah, I think of what it started at like 10, right? Yeah. And it was over at midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we did 14 hours. Yeah, it was it was craziness how much how how long that was. <laughs> well, you know, fortunately, uh, and I remember it was August eighteenth. Okay, I'm glad you remember that. Jeez. Well, the reason I remember it is because my parents got married on August eighteenth. I got married on August eighteenth, and my ex girlfriend Kelly was getting married that day on August eighteenth. Okay. So finally something good happened on August 18th, our broadcast. <laughs> so I do remember the day because it was just bizarre. Right. It was a whole bizarre thing, you know, because I, I, you know, no, you with your short temper and if things don't work out like immediately, oh, yeah, I hate you're, it. you're ready to shit can everything. It's like, fuck it. it. And we're just going to pack up the cars and go home. Fuck this. It was nine o'clock in the morning. I was like, fuck it. Let's leave. <laughs> I and, was like, and Red and Jerry made the trip down from Janesville, Wisconsin, to be there. I was like, "Fuck them too." It's on. It's on them. They can figure it out for themselves. Yeah, <laughs> but you know me, I have to figure everything out. Right. I have to think things through and go. Well, let me think. So I'm like running a fifty fifty foot cat six cord out of this office, running it across to another building, climbing up on a woodshed. And, and and attaching a wireless router to the top of a building. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And, and praying it didn't rain to fuck up the broadcast. And somehow, somehow our laptops, even though we were like, what, 100 yards away? Yeah. We were about 100 yards away, a football field away, and, and our laptops connected to the wireless router, and we were able to broadcast. Yeah, it was nutty. The whole thing was just absolutely nutty, man. <laughs> It, it really, that was a different broadcast. That was one of those, it'll probably always be a memory for me and you just because, you know, it was so, it was so difficult. And, and people, people are hearing it and they're probably thinking that we're exaggerating a little or you're exaggerating a little. No, I'm telling you, I was, I was making my way toward to the car and you were like, Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. You know, and, and you were like pleading with you. You're like, these guys drove 500 fucking miles. And I was like, fuck them. I don't care. This shit ain't working. It's not what we, we said we were going to do. Yeah. Fuck. Well, well, that was the whole thing is that who, who got us involved with that to begin with? Was, that, was that Annette? Was she the one? Might have been. Yeah. Well, you know, and she guaranteed us that, that they had internet access out there. Yeah. And we were just like, well, we'll do it, but we got to have internet access. It's got to be high speed, blah, blah, blah. We got to have that. Oh yeah. He said it's out there. He said it's out there. So we get out there. There's this little office out there and I go, okay, where's the internet? And, and he goes, well, the stage is down there, which is like 300 uh, or a hundred yards down the, right. down the way. And I go, well, where's the internet? And he goes, well, it's the routers yeah. in here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, well, how am I supposed to connect? 
You know, and, and, you know, me, I, I just had a trunk full of equipment and I brought a wireless router with me. Right. I mean, it, and, and then I had to run an extension cord up to the top of the building to plug the router in. And, so and, hopefully, and hopefully no one would trip over that in an open field all day. Well, no, I had to run the extension cord from the office building to the, to the tool shed. Right. And then I had to run the cat six line from the office to the tool shed. So I have it spanning across two buildings. Right. And then have the extension cord plug in the router. And then I have the cat six line plugged into the router. And then the router is broadcasting a wireless signal. <laughs> but it was it was strange because i had i had a hundred foot extension cord with me and right. i i had i think it might have even been a hundred foot of the cat six cable because right. i always carried that with me when i was at billy's club because i had to run that down to his basement to, to run our computers and stuff sure yeah it, it was it was quite an event to say the least <laughs> so, but yeah. it worked and it then, did work and then we had all the craziness with me and the drunk guy yeah, and drunk guy. me, me just trying to get every chick to show us their tits. <laughs> and, you know, remember all that? Every chick walked by. I was like, Hey, you want to be on the radio? Show us your tits. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it, it was a different day and the weather was, the weather was good. The bands were pretty decent. You jumped up on the stage and sang with that, uh, Judas. Yeah, Metallica, Metallica, oh, Metallica cover band. Yeah. I sang Inner Sandman. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Who, who was the, Meta was it something black? I think it was battery. Wasn't yeah, it? Battery. You're right. You're right. It was battery. And then there was a Judas priest band. Yeah. And then the, the, the mega meth, was it mega meth or mega something, meth. Like, yeah. something like that? Exactly. You know, it's just, it, it was, you know, it was just good tribute bands out there playing out in this, you know, out in this park. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bizarre. It, it was crazy, but mm -hmm. whatever it was, it was fun. We had a good time with it. That's for sure. Yeah. It's like what? 14 years ago or something. We're old. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. We are definitely getting old, too old for this shit. Well, you know, you know what's you know what's funny though is is just sitting here at the in this chair. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't seem like any time has gone by since we started doing this. No, you know when we're doing it, it's fine. But when you look back at it, you're thinking, it's like, "Holy shit, where did all that time go?" Yeah, or or when you when you look at old pictures, it's like, "Wow, look at how young we were." <laughs> Or when you hear it, and our voices sound so different. Now. Well, that's because the audio wasn't as good because we didn't have the processors or anything. You know, right. we, were, we were pretty naked with the voices. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as as the show progressed and, you know, more money was in the pocket, I could afford right. to get us, you know, better, better equipment. Right. And obviously the Internet is better and our computers are faster and they process quicker and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So. You know, everything, uh, everything is, but the thing is, the thing I like to think about us is where, where we're concerned as far as broadcasting this way mm -hmm. is we were doing it very early. Sure. You know, before most people, I don't know how many other people were out there doing a, doing a internet only broadcast, but there weren't many when we started. No, not at all. And, and the ones that did it, quite frankly, were terrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. The, the audio was bad. 
and and the uh, you know a lot of a lot of people were just doing it out of their house. Yeah. There was all kinds of background noise and kids screaming and dogs barking and you hear traffic and lawnmowers going off. And shit. Yeah. And it was just like, this is unlistenable. Yeah. And, and none of them had any idea what they wanted to talk about. Remember that we used to trash those bands Yeah, because they all would come on and they all, none of them had any idea what they wanted to talk about. They would just come on and just, okay, now we're on. You know, and that was a, that drove me and you nuts. It's like, you have nothing? Yeah, they, they had nothing to say at all. Just zero. And we were like, what are you doing? You know, you know having, and, and I mean, yeah, we, we had fun with it. We were glad that they sucked because it definitely made our lives easier. You know, it, it made it easier for us to do what we do. But man, oh man, there were some bad shows back in the back in those days. <laughs> in the early days. Remember um what was that show called? Um um and he was a friend. Um something uh smoking chowda or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That he was he was he did the fast lane, right? Yeah, the fast lane. Remember smoking chowda. Smoking chowda. Just terrible, man. Yeah. From Oklahoma and uh, Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Smoking chowder. <laughs> that was Craig. Yeah. Craig Schubert. Yeah. That was him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He, um, I don't know what happened to that guy. He, he just went away, but like so many of them do. Uh, how about our, how about our truck driver friend who started his own station? Oh, Robert. Yeah. Robert. Yeah, I still hear from Robert all the time, man. Really? What what was the name of his uh, station? Oh, um, KWTF. That was it. Hey, it's me, Robert, from KWTF Worldwide. Yeah. K, what the fuck? Yeah, KWTF World. Remember, you used to say Worldwide. Worldwide. It drove me and you nuts. KWTF Worldwide. Right. Yeah, he um he actually works as a truck driver still. He drives for bands. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what he was doing when we became associated with him. I didn't know he was driving for. I never. Yeah, he had he had a truck, and he kind of he kind of drove for like upstaging or something like that. Yeah. Okay. He, he leased his truck on, and that's what he did. He 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 drove for the bands. He was a he was a band driver. I just remember he he would always get these DJs, and they always had crazy names like "This is the Mutilator," you know. <laughs> remember that this is this is annihilation on kwtf worldwide yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly so funny that shit was funny man well if, if and if and when i ever get to the point to where i i finally get motivated i i gotta get this all in a book yeah well. just the history of the show because the you know just just the humble beginnings or where I started with it. And then, you know, bringing you into the picture. And of course the, the whack pack guys I had involved there for a while. And sure. You know, the, the changes in the, in the uh, technology and, you know, where we took the show from, right. from, you know, you joining in Oh five and then bailing out in nine and coming back in 12 and yeah. <laughs> all kinds of things happening there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a book there. You're gonna have to fight me for my time, though. <laughs> <laughs> now that now that I'm in demand for books, right? Exactly. 
Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just hire uh, Joel Olstein or Joel uh, Joel Olstein. Yeah, wow. Joel, not Joel Olstein, <laughs> but uh, Joel. Um, why can't Joel I think? MacGyver. Of yeah, MacGyver. There you go. I say Joel Olstein going to cost you an arm and a leg to hire. I don't him. know. Joel, Joel MacGyver. You'll have to sell him your soul, literally. Get Joel Olstein going. Yeah. Yeah, Joel <laughs> MacGyver. I'll just get Joel MacGyver. There you go. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. He seems to be able to shit out books like nobody's business. I know that that guy's a writing machine. Him and Martin Popoff. I don't know how they do it. Well, I mean, if if that's their only thing that they do, yeah. Still, uh, I I know me, and, and again, I, I, I'm sure part of it is everybody's different, but for me, I could not. If I had nothing to do but write books, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do. You know, I, I start writing and after about an hour or so, it all just becomes blur to me. Mm -hmm. You know, it no longer makes any sense. It, it, it's just words and it doesn't have any feel. It doesn't have any, any cohesiveness to it. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess for some people who are, who are prolific writers, I mean, it's, it's like second nature to them. Yeah. You know, for, for you, it's kind of a hobby, mm -hmm. you know, and, and for like a, you know, like a Joel MacGyver, that's what he does. Yeah. Well, and, and those guys do it as, you know, they do it much more pro than I do too, where they, they write, they, they first put up, put together an outline of what they're going to do and, you know, all this other shit. So they, they have their shit somewhat together, but you know, me, I don't have any outline. I just start writing until I'm done. Yeah. Whatever whenever that is but dude i am getting pissed off at fucking rumble tonight why what's the problem it ain't working oh <laughs> that simple it's just not working right now it, it will not fucking broadcast they must be having something going on with their live stream i hear you well fuck them they're gonna give you your 25 bucks back yeah pally we only ask them to work one fucking night a week <laughs> Yeah, that cost me $5 a week, Pally. Well, shit, I, I, to, more to the point, we're trying our damnedest to move away from fucking YouTube onto Rumble. And I got news for you. The one thing that the one thing YouTube has going for it, it fucking works every time. Well, well that's because they got billion dollars behind them. Well, whatever they got behind them, Rumble needs to steal it because this shit is driving me crazy tonight that it ain't working. It's fucking annoying. I hear you. Fix it, you fucks. <laughs> well, speaking of a video, yeah, uh, our good friend Bob Nobandian uh, hit us up this week with an email. Yes, and uh, if you're listening, Bob, you're welcome to call in tonight and and bring us up to date with what's going on. But uh, anyway, for quite a while now, uh, there has been a second, um, second. Uh, what do you want to call? Uh, the Bay Area Godfathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, CD number or DVT D number two or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's been forever to get that thing out. Yep. Well, Bob let us know that the Bay Area Godfathers is now available for digital streaming. That's right. So if you have not, if you've seen Bay Area Godfathers Part One, uh, Part Two is now out, mm -hmm. and uh, you can see it. On iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Xbox, Voodoo. Sure. And if, you, and if you have cable, satellite, I don't know who does anymore, but I'm sure somebody does. <laughs> Why would you pay for that? Shh. Some of my people that loan me passwords 
have it. Really? Okay. They're paying uh, for my cable. <laughs> <laughs> well, in demand, uh, Ver Veriz is that a Verizon thing? What is it? How do you spell that? V E R I Z, or maybe he just didn't spell it all the way out. I think it's probably Verizon. Okay, so he didn't spell it all the way out. So it's a Verizon uh, Viewbiquity. Don't know that one. Never heard that one. Dish and Telus. I don't know Telus either. I know Dish. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't seen the Bay Area Godfathers, uh, you know, history of uh, metal, yeah. uh, the, the part two is out now. Yeah. Featuring me. Well, that is true. Uh, he did mention that uh, there are a few clips of you in there making comment. Dude, I was amazed how many clips. I The only guy that's in there more than me is Ellison, I think. I, I think the only person in there more than me is Ellison. And I was like, and, and that one guy with the greasy hair, whatever that guy's name is. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I don't know his name. I don't know what band he was in, but I know he had really greasy hair. Well, the thing is, the good thing that you you had the good presence of mind to do mm -hmm. is to actually go down and have Omom video your segments because yeah. they, they were solid, good video quality. Mm -hmm. So it didn't look like you were filming like on an iPhone or something, you know. Yeah. You I mean, I could have done it if we had StreamYard now or then I could have done it this way and it would have looked good. Yeah. But, but yeah, it looked real good. Dude, speaking of Omom, he, he was up this, I didn't see him, but he was up this way last night. I gave him my tickets to um, Jason Bonham. So he, he came up and went and saw Jason Bonham last how night. You, how come you passed on that? Because I didn't want to go to the venue. What, where was it? Roxino. Well, why didn't you want to go? Cause I don't want to get COVID again. <laughs> well, you're not going to get COVID again. And I'm, I'm still a little gun shy. I still got well, a little PTSD. I mean, you, you got stronger antibodies now that you've had it than you would have if you get the poke. Yeah, I know, but my lungs are not a thousand percent yet. All right, well, that's fair enough. You know, if, if my lungs, if, if I, if I felt like I was completely healed, I probably would have gone, you know, I I'm thinking, I'm thinking in the new year, I'll start going back to shit again, but. Right now, dude, you know, where I still have moments where I'm like, if you're still having those issues, I get that. Nah, now, now my fucking hair is falling out and shit. It's like, God damn it. Your hair is falling out. Fuck. Yeah, dude. I'm going to be shaving my head here in the next month or two. Why, what, what's going on there? My hair's falling out. It's, it's a COVID thing. Really? I, I, I looked it up. It's from, it's from the meds, you well, know? Well, what meds are you taking? None now. It's whatever they fucking stuck in me. Oh, whatever they, whatever they jammed it. I should look it up and try and figure out, but dude, I have been literally every single day. You're shedding, uh, pulling like li quite literally a handful of hair every day. Really? So is it a temporary thing or is it a permanent well, they, thing? They say it's a temporary thing, but there's no way am I going to be fucking sporting a skullet while I wait well, for it to grow back. Well, I get it. I get that part, but. I, I wasn't aware of that. I mean, what, what, what is it that caused it? The meds, I guess. Well, do you know what the meds are? That they no, I don't. I have no idea what they stuck in me. All right. I have no, I, I never asked. I didn't care. I was just like, make me fucking able to breathe. It was just therapeutics. Yeah. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. But it's, it, I, I, I've read a bunch of articles on it and mm -hmm. some say it's the meds. Some say it's the stress. 
but I'm not believing that's the stress. Cause I don't think I was ever very stressed and I'm certainly not stressed now. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I, I don't know what they may have given you. I wasn't aware of any of that. Yeah, no, dude, I have been yanking out hair like no one's business. Man. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, look, hold on. Let me, let me go to fuck book here. Fuck book. Yeah. I took a picture of today's fucking hair that I pulled out. You won't believe how much fucking hair. I took really? No shit. Out of my head. And it's every single day. It's every day I take a shower and then I got to fucking reach down with a reach down and scoop out hair. I mean, is, is, is it like the long strands coming out when you hold on? I'm going to put it on the, I'm going to put it on the screen right now. Uh, share, share screen, pop a tab. It's just Facebook share. That's today. Yeah. I see that. Hmm. Just tons of it. And, and and my hair is so much thinner now than it's ever, than it's been. Since well, I mean, I, I mean, if you're shedding like that, yeah, of course it's going to be thinner. It's, you know, the, you know, I, I do the hair ties a lot. Just pull my hair back when I'm working yeah. and I use these little hair ties and usually I can wrap them twice, like two wraps. And this more or yesterday when I put the hair tie in, I was able to wrap it four times. Wow. So I've lost like half my hair. Wow. Again, if it's just temporary, I mean, you know, your hair grows pretty fast. Yeah, I wish it would. Some of this fucking white beard would fall. Off <laughs> you know, that yeah, would be nice. Because, but... uh, you know, basically, you know, not not to get into all kinds of, you know, uh, doctor, the, the doctor stuff here. But usually by the age 45, you're done losing whatever hair you're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it's something temporary. And, you know, I'm going to. I'm. Uh, they say to take vitamin D like a kind of overdose on vitamin, yeah, yeah, vitamin D3. Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking more vitamin D than I was taking. I'm taking an extra vitamin D a day. Yeah. I bought some fucking minoxidil. And when that gets here, I'm going to fucking spray that on my head. Uh, you got to watch that stuff, dude. Why? What does that do? It'll burn your skull. Ah, eh, whatever. <laughs> why would you, why would you do that? If it's just like a temporary situation, it's not the worst burn I've ever felt. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that's true if it makes the hair stay in i don't want to lose my hair really well i get it i mean i get that but my point is is if it's just a, a temporary situation you know it'll it'll grow back out yeah and and you know and it's funny you know i'm whining about it a little bit but i really don't care you know i i like having the long hair but dude how many years did you know me where my head was shaved i that's when i met you you yeah. you, you had you had the crew cut thing going on forever you, you had the, you had the fit the the shave close yeah you had it tight to your your head yeah i had the military cut and it wasn't until, yeah it wasn't until after you got rid of the ball and chain that you started yeah. letting it grow out well that's when i let it grow out was yeah i can tell you the date december 27th of um of 2012 was the last time I cut my hair. Well, so there you go. It's, it's almost been, nine uh, years. yeah, nine years, you know, but looks like I'm going to have to shave it and start over, but whatever. I, I, my only thing is, you know, I'll leave it go as long as it doesn't look awful, but, but if it starts looking like Devin Townsend and some of those strapping young lad videos, I'm done. You know, I'm not going to have bald on the top with the long, Long hair on the sides, Hulk Hogan yeah, style. Yeah, you'll no. be you'll be what uh, Chris Porter called the long-haired bald dude. Yeah, 
no, I, I'm no skullets for me. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll be the, you'll be the neighborhood pedophile guy. Exactly. No, the, no, the, I won't. the creepy pedophile guy. <laughs> Those guys that hold on to their hair. Like it's like the last bastion of their life. Right. That's just ridiculous. I will shave it in a heartbeat. You know, I'll shave it and I'll go back to the goatee and I'll just go back to looking mean with a bald head. You know, fine with me. I don't care. Whatever. Yep. And once this temporary shit does go, it, it will grow right back. Yeah. So I, I ain't worried about it. That's interesting that you're you're having those issues now, mm-hmm. you know, a month or two after. Um, well, no, it's, th- this has been going on for a while. Oh, I get you. Okay. What I thought, what I thought honestly was that I had yanked a lot of it loose because when I was in the hospital, I didn't have a fucking brush or a comb or nothing. Yeah. So it just all turned into a big giant mess. I mean, it was just, it took me weeks to get the knots out of my hair, yeah, the rat's nest. And, and literally I was just and this is not good, but I was just taking it and I'd stick my fingers in between two spots and just rip Oh, as, as hard as I could. Just oh, rip. That's, that's, that's not good. So I thought I was just tearing some of my own hair out. You know, that that's kind of what I thought was I had tore a lot of it out. Right. But now that that's been weeks and it's still coming out like this. It's like, right. what the fuck? Yeah. But whatever shit happens. I'll, I'll look like, I'll look like Jim. <laughs> Jim's got a skullet, sorta. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have the bar technic. I'll get, I'll get one of those fucking pilgrim hats. I think, I think that's what you ought to. That's the new term for the skullet is the bar tech. The bar tech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we'll call it. We'll call it the bar tech. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, aside from Chris's uh, uh, hair grooming issues. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bay area Godfathers two is available. Very good. And, uh, as, uh, Chris or as, um, as, um, Bob said here, mm-hmm. he said that, uh, I think, let's see, we're, I'm trying to find the line here about you being in there. I believe there's a few Aiken quotes in part two. So there you are. Yeah, there's a few. There's definitely did, a did few. Did you see the second part? I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bob sent me the um Bob sent me the the Vimeo or whatever it was. You know, the, the when it when it was first done. The secret link. Yeah, the secret link, exactly. The secret link. Okay, everybody in the chat room can stop with the cut it off live on the air. I've already <laughs> I've actually already had that discussion with John and Stephanie, and they're gonna come over and do it live on the air when I do do it. So you're, there's no way am I not going to do that. You know that's coming. If I cut it off, it's on. It's in front of this camera. Well, I mean, you can't. I mean, if it, if it gets to the point to where it's just you know unsightly, yeah, of course. And then we'll have some fun with it. We'll we'll cut it into a skullet, and we'll cut me into a Hitler mustache. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a little bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna tell you now, Demon. I'm not donating it to Locks of Love. Oh, I don't have any love. If they had locks for hate, I would do it. Because <laughs> because Chris is rich with hatred. That's right. I don't have any. I don't have any love for you. Certainly not. Certain, I'd like to hit you in the head with a lock. <laughs> Look at that. Hit you in the head with a ratchet. 
That's right. <laughs> Got that tough guy? <laughs> Chisel chest. Chisel chest. <laughs> yeah, I, of course I'll cut it on the air. There's no, there's no question at I mean, all. I mean, at, at that point, it's like, what do you got to lose? Yeah, who cares if I'm cutting it off anyway? As dumb as that sounds, people will watch that because the internet is stupid. It is. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like it's it's the uh, modern day cat video, dude. It's so dumb. Literally, people get their hair cut off every single fucking day at a barbershop no one cares but if i'll do it on the air that's fucking cutting edge tv look at me cutting my fucking hair off well you know what it's you know what it is right but it's like the wolf of wall street where that chick was you know said she'd get her hair cut right remember that movie that, yeah, that yeah. part of the movie where they she was just she had just an awful they were just like taking chunks of her hair off of her head right <laughs> Well, that, that, that'll be, that'll be what we do here for it. Yeah. You just, you just get that. Uh, it's like, it's like, uh, the movie stripes. Mm -hmm. Remember? Well, just take off a little bit here and just go easy on the top. And then they just take that razor and go. Wow. Right. <laughs> They're just going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know, just take a little off the side, a little off the back, you know, uh, leave it a little longer in the front. Right. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to attack this shit like the barber did when I first got the basic training. Yeah. Vroom, 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 vroom. Now get out of my chair. Yeah. Go do push-ups. What was that? Um, was it uh full metal jacket or one of those where they're showing those guys getting their hair cut? They got the, they got the razor with the, with the, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? The depth, the depth connect, you know, the yeah. depth uh, thing on it. And yeah. mm -hmm. Just shaving. A, I, you know what? When I was a kid, mm -hmm. you know, my, my mom, uh, she fancied herself as a barber. Okay. You know, so, you know, they always sold those do it yourself at home, uh, haircut things, you know? Right. Sure. The bronze. And, yeah, exactly. And it, it came with the various, um, uh, implements that you connect on mm -hmm. there for the various thicknesses or lengths and all that kind of stuff. Sure. <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> I was maybe I'm trying to think how old I was. I, I might've been six and you know, my mom was like, come on, it's time to get a haircut. And you know, when you're a kid, when you're a little boy, you just hate that shit. Just, oh, yeah. just hate the haircuts, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, she's just like, come on, it's time to get a haircut. Your hair's getting a little long, getting a little shaggy. You know, this is 1970, I think. Right. And, uh, you know, of course you just don't want to. And then you're just thinking, and I, this never happened before. I mean, she cut my hair all the time. Right. But she never, you know, she would just cut it, you know, just kind of trim it, trim it around the ear, trim it around the bangs, you know, trim it on the top. And that, that was the end of it. Right. Right. So I'm sitting in the chair and thinking that, okay, this is just the same old, same old. And I'm sitting there and she, she gets, she gets the, the, the trimmer out and, uh, she does her thing. And I look in the mirror and she cut me bald. Hey, she she did the she did the stripes thing. 
where sure. she just she just she cut it like you know a, a, a quarter inch thick or a quarter <laughs> inch long all over my head. You're like, what the fuck? I was just horrified. <laughs> I could not believe she did that to me <laughs> because she'd never done that before. And and I remember this. This was like you know the beginning of june somewhere around there and she goes sure. well you know it's summertime and it's hot and the hair is hot and you just i was just like i didn't ask for this yeah i didn't want that yeah i i was just i was devastated man it's like yeah. it's like <laughs> you didn't even ask me of course not why would yeah. she so, so what what they call that a buzz cut yeah buzz cut sure holy shit I'm telling you, I, I looked in that mirror. I could not believe it. <laughs> she, I will, I, I remember that like that happened yesterday. Well, dude, the last haircut that I had, I'll put it up on the screen. It, it was at one of my parties. We got fucked up and pulled out the clippers. And John, John cut my hair into road warrior animal. And then we put face paint on me. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. Look at that. You got the picture. Yeah. I got the photo. There wow. it is. So with the, funny. With the face paint on and my head shaved. And you can see there's hair here, there's hair here, there's a stripe down the middle. Yeah. And fucking face paint on Road Warrior Animal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care. Dude, I don't care. Well, why would you? That, that's, yeah. I mean, what, what am I trying to, who am I trying to impress? Right. Give a fuck. Yeah. You know, to be honest, there's there's a part of me that's thinking shaving the head ain't such a bad deal. <laughs> you know, the fact that I won't be shedding all the fucking time, I may just keep it shaved. Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I, I like having the long hair, but I don't like it that much. Mm. I could be just as fine with a fucking scully on and I'd be good. Yeah. Just wearing a hat all the time. I'm good with that. I wear hats all the time anyway. Yeah. Well, you you know, when you met me uh, back in 98. Mm -hmm. you no, know, I had really long hair. Right. And then yeah. when I, you know, when I moved here to, to work with my former brother-in-law, uh, you know, it was just like, oh, you gotta, gotta get rid of the hair, man. Gotta get rid of the hair. So I, you know, I capitulated and, you know, if I'm going to make some money and we're going to do business together and stuff, you know, I'll get rid of the hair, which I did. Sure. And I had it short for literally, uh, let's see here. I started working with him in 03 things kind of fell apart in 12. So, right. uh, like nine years. Yeah. And then, uh, after I was done with that, I was just like, fuck that. I'm, I'm just gonna do me, do be me again. Right. You know? So I just let the hair grow back out again. So. Yeah. I remember when you had it real short, that yeah, was, so, you know, I was business business. That, you know, that was business Mr. Neely. Yeah. That, that was Mr. Neely, not Wendell. <laughs> so it was all business like and shit. Yep. But uh, you know, as soon as soon as that uh, you know, was over and I was just doing what I do, I was just like, you know, fuck that. I'm just growing it back out again. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm thinking I I may just shave it once and then just grow it out again for another 10 years. Whatever. Or not. Who cares? I don't give a shit. <laughs> so funny. I, I didn't know you were having those issues. Yeah, it's it's just just since COVID. That's that's my mom's like, well, maybe you're at that age. I'm like, what? It just started. It just happened to start the minute I get a bunch of shit injected into me. No, it's 
fucking yeah, coming. If, if you were going to start losing your hair, you would have lost and started losing it like of 10 course. years ago. Of course. All I know is that I have this memory of my dad, and, and I'll, I won't do this. I have this <laughs> memory of my dad, he wore, you know, when he was driving truck, he wore a cowboy hat all the time. Right, right. He was Cowboy Bill, you know, wearing his fucking cowboy hat. And I just have this memory of him getting home after being on the road for a few days. He took the hat off, like, to the side, like, yeah. grabbed it this way and pulled it over. And he had, like, two or three really long strands of hair. The big Yeah, that he pulled over, but they flopped the other way. Right. So it looked like almost like a backwards question mark coming <laughs> off his fucking head. Sure. And I, 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 I have that vision in my head. I'm like, I will not do that. I will not do that. I will, I will shave my fucking head bald and, and get a straight razor and go as clean, Mr. Clean as I can. Yeah. You know, scars and all from the burns. I don't give a fuck. I will not look like that. Cause I just remember looking at my dad and going, what a fucking clown. <laughs> I remember our good friend, Randy. Oh uh, yeah. You know, he had, he had the long hair forever and right. you know, I hadn't seen him for literally quite a few years mm -hmm. and then uh you know seeing him at your place for the first time and forever right you know and him having shaved basically shaved his head clean and wearing the bandana thing you know like a cancer patient yeah but he went bald didn't he yeah he did well that's why he did it yeah because like his hair pulled way back and but yeah dude the first time randy showed up here at the house i didn't even recognize him at the door he came to the door. I was like, hey, buddy. And I was like, Who who's that? Yeah. I was like, who is this fucking guy? Yeah. And then it was Randy. I was like, wow, that's, that is definitely different. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've talked about this before, but we were doing, uh, what were we doing at the hi-fi? Um, we were doing one of our shows over there and, and our good friend Chuck Myden showed up there. Oh yeah. And he was standing outside the, uh, the club before it even opened mm -hmm. and he's standing and he, and he's knocking on the window and there's this guy with this white spiky hair. Right. Now our friend Chuck Myden, he was a spitting image of kid rock kid rock. Yeah. He looked just like kid rock. Mm -hmm. Got the, had the goatee mustache thing going on, the long hair, everything. Yeah. And I, and another one I hadn't seen in a few years, you know, right. it's been years since I seen Chuck mm -hmm. and he's banging on the window and he's like waving, you know, come to the door, come to the door. I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, exactly. And he was blonde, you know, he was a blonde guy and mm -hmm. there's this guy, this old guy. And now, and Chuck's Chuck's younger well, than me and you. Yeah. He's like 10 years younger than me. Yeah. You know, so, so I'm going to say that he might be in his late forties now. Yeah. And, uh, this, this guy, years ago. yeah. And this guy's hair was the, was white. Yeah. You know, white, white. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. who, who the fuck is this guy? So, so I go over to the door and I open up the door and I'm like looking at him and he's like, Neely. And I'm like, looking at him like, who is this? Are you? He, so he goes, you don't know who I am. Do you? And I go, no, who are you? And he goes, it's Chuck. I was, yeah, like, Chuck. <laughs> I was like, Chuck, he goes, yeah, Chuck Myden. And I was like, holy fuck. Now to, to make this, this story a little more clear to the fans, 
Chuck was the co-host of the show. Yeah. Chuck, it's not like you only ran into Chuck once in a while. Yeah, he was for, at the years. for like two years. He was yeah. the co-host of the CMS. Yeah. So for two years, you saw him every single Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I did not recognize him at all. No. I think in Chuck's case, that was just the stress of oh, having yeah, to child support for 14 kids or whatever. He yeah, had. I know. I know. And I, I could not believe it. And he was there with some, you know, some chick, some, some yeah. girl, not, not, not a bad looking girl, you know, and mm -hmm. whatever. And I was just like, Holy fuck, dude, what happened to you? Yeah. Oh, it's like, well, you know, I got divorced and you know, I, I'm just, you know, just working and it's like, Holy shit. Yeah, he looked, he yeah. looked old. Yeah. It, it's like you're 10 years younger than me and you look like you're 10 years older than me mm -hmm. like what happened yeah you and know he, he looked he looked old and it had to be the stress don't you think it just had to be that i mean what i can't imagine what his child support his child support had to be his whole check yeah yeah what had seven kids right seven kids yeah seven that guy scratches balls and his wife would get pregnant for God's sake. <laughs> i mean jesus and this guy was yeah, Chuck right in the chat room. Let me see. Take a look here. That's, that's uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he actually looked younger than that when I yeah. was hanging out with him. Exactly. But that's pretty much what Chuck looked like. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Without the glasses, but mm -hmm. you know, had the, had the kind of the, you know, the beard and you know, the little scruffy beard and mustache and the long blonde hair. He, he right. looked like, he looked like kid rock. He did. He really did. Now he looks like kid rocks grandfather, great grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Look at John bait. Chuck had the kid. Neely had the Camaro. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I spent my money on me. There you go. Why not? Well, he spent his money on him. Unfortunately, it was three minutes at a time. <sighs> yeah, I mean, dude, the the number of kids that guy had was ridiculous. She she banged out she banged out a kid every eighteen months. Yeah, I, I mean, he had seven kids in ten years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Eighteen it was, months. It was ridiculous how many kids she had. And that's all Chuck's fault. It's like, dude, mix in a fucking rubber. <laughs> I remember, I remember you ba basically making fun of him on air. Oh yeah. And he got mad. He was yeah. like, dude, dude, why are you going to say that? And you know, dude, his wife used to be on my AOL instant messenger. Yeah, I remember I used, that. I used to bust her chops too. I was like, I was like, I was like, can I talk to you or will you get pregnant? You know, I used to just fuck with her. I, know, I remember you were in the studio at WSTB and you were fucking with Chuck and we were playing, um, we were playing, um, uh, Mike Hannon's old band, uh, American dog. Um, no, the other, the old one, salty dog, salty dog. And we were playing, uh, cats got nine. Yeah. Right. And you started improvising words that Chuck's, Chuck, got, Chuck, nine. Chuck's got nine. Right. And it was just like, holy shit, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Cause as I remember when he first came to the show, he had just had a baby. Right. And then when he, when I was ending the show in, in uh, March of Oh three, mm -hmm. she was having another baby. Yeah. 
Number like six or whatever. Yeah, that was number six. And then he had another one after that. I know, dude, he, he was, it was astounding how many kids that dude. Uh, and I was just like, what are you thinking? Yeah, he pumped out some kids in a record hurry. You know, and I, and I had gotten involved with, um, with the, uh, mortgage business, the mortgage right. industry. Mm -hmm. And he owned a house that, that he and his wife and his whole brood lived in. And then I was able to, uh, I was able to refinance his house for him. Right. And I got him a really good rate and everything and, and got him a good deal on refinancing his house because, you know, holy shit, this guy, this, and she didn't work, right. you know, I mean, her job was just taking care of those fucking kids Yeah. and he was working a job. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, he wasn't exactly, you know, uh, he wasn't you know, working a big job. He was working as like a laborer or something. Yeah, he was a laborer. He he dug like trenches for like laying, uh, you know, Comcast cable or some shit. Well, he certainly knew how to lay pipe. <laughs> Jesus. And we were just, and, and I know you were busting his balls and we were just like, what in the fuck are you thinking? Dude? Well, she just wanted another one. It's like, yeah. you, you just don't bang out kids just to bang out kids. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Just stop it. <laughs> so he shows up at the hi-fi club. Hair's gone. She, you know, he didn't lose his hair, but he, he just cut it real short mm -hmm. and it was as white as could be. Yeah. And then he had this chick with him. He went to school with her or some shit. Yeah. And, you know, he introduced me to her and she, she seemed to take a liking to me right away. And I, so I was fucking with him too. I said, dude, I could take that girl from you in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I even said that at the bar. I was just like, I don't have any kids or anything. I said, I could take your chick from you in two seconds. Well, that's because you could afford to take her to like a movie. <laughs> And he was living like at his grandmother's house. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He was, I, I mean, what, what kind of alimony must you pay to have seven fucking kids? Oh my God. Dude. I, I mean, obviously he couldn't even afford a cheap apartment to live with his grandmother. She had to be taking 90% of his check. Yeah, of course. Had Whatever that check is. And I'm sure it wasn't a ton of money. Yeah. It was probably like $12 an hour. Yeah. Back then, 15, maybe 15. Not enough to fucking $15 an hour ain't feeding seven kids for long. That's for sure. Seven kids. Oh. Seven kids, you better own a grocery store. Exactly. I mean, geez, not not be digging ditches. Yeah. Well, just just to show the ruthlessness of Chris Aiken, you know, he mm -hmm. he he would just go at Chuck like nobody's business. Oh yeah. I just, killed Chuck. Just, just busting on him for that shit. And it's like, what, what do you do? And we were, oh yeah, this is the other thing we were talking about him going back down on his wife. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's when the meat grinder came meat in because grinder, I'm not going down there for a while. It's like a meat grinder down there. You're like, whoa, even I was like, even me who will say some fucked up things. I was like, whoa, dude, not going there. The meat grinder. Yeah, the meat grinder. But, but, you know, what he was really trying to say, it looks like ground meat down there. Yeah, exactly. Which is no better, to be I honest. Know, but the meat grinder. The meat grinder. Oh, oh my God. Too funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go down there for a while. Yeah, it's a meat grinder. Down it's there. like a Whoa. meat grinder down there. Dude, stop. <laughs> stop. And, and the funniest part was him 
not not that one but remember for some he i think he was like cheating on his chick and he was like fucking some chick in a, in, in another city oh in um in lakewood lakewood and I started messing with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, well, you know, you like to seem to like to deliver the music's bottom line out to Lakewood. Yeah, what's going hey, on out there? Hey, Zach, have you been out to Lakewood lately? I would just fuck with him about anything. And this guy's a friend. I was a dick. But, <laughs> but, but, dude, I just remember him calling me and he's like, dude. She goes on that, the show. Yeah, don't put that segment up, dude. You know, because she couldn't hear. They lived far enough away where they couldn't hear WSTB. So he called me that next morning and was like, dude, don't put that segment up where you were talking about fucking the chick in Lakewood. I don't need those problems, man. I don't need those hassles. I was like, all right. But then I put it up anyway. Because that's the rule. Yeah. Who's who's in Lakewood? how's, How's things out in Lakewood, Chuck? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but it was funny because I actually told Chuck, I was like, okay, I won't put it up. And then I immediately put it up. I was like, I was like, no, the rule is we do, we put up everything that's said on the show. Period. Lakewood. That's the rules. <laughs> How many times have we had that where people have called us up and said, dude, you can't put that on. Oh, we Tony from Kansas City. Tony from Kansas City. Dude, you got to pull that stuff down. I'm no. a new trajectory in my life. And no. You know, I don't need to have that old stuff up there. And it's like, yeah, fuck you. No, fuck you. You did it. It's there. Uh, Jack Frost. Yeah. You know, the whole Dan Lorenzo thing. Yeah. Dude, don't put that up. Don't put that up. I was just, you know, fucking around. Dude, you got to take that down. You got to take that down, man. You're killing. No, we're not. (laughs) We're not taking it down. Absolutely not. (laughs) Dude, believe me, there's things I'd like to take down that I've said. I'd love to fucking have the ham thing go away and die. But it was said on the show, so it lives. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. Spur of the moment. It was just in the moment at at the time. So Mm -hmm. and it and it gets to live. That's that's just the nature of this show. Yeah. You know. Have you seen or heard from Chuck? Not in a while. Yeah. I, I when did I run into him? I ran into him maybe three years ago, maybe four Okay, at, at some show. I forget what show it was, but I ran into him and, you know, and he, um, you know, he, he looked the same. He looked like grandpa rock, <laughs> you know, I mean, and good on him. You know, I mean, he's, he's living his life, man. I know he, he, he still writes for some, somebody somewhere. Right. You know, Cause that was his thing was he was, he started with music's bottom line writing, but then he, he ended up, he was one of those guys that anybody that would let him write a story and get free tickets. He was, he was going to write for. Yeah, sure. He did a lot of concert reviews. Yeah. Because he couldn't afford the tickets. Yeah. So he'd go to, he'd go to concerts all over the place. I think he was writing for some, some magazine out of Columbus or something. Yeah. It was somewhere far, but, but he's like, fuck, I can get, I can get free tickets to John Karabi. I'm in. Yeah. So what if I got to drive 300 miles? I'll go with Randy. <laughs> One of us will have enough gas to make it home. Right. Fucking Randy. Our guys. Our Dude. guys are just the goofiest guys, man. So good. Randy's the all-timer, though. man. Randy, Randy is the guy that it doesn't matter what's going on. If you agree to spend a day with Randy, you'll come back with two stories. He's that guy. 
There's yeah. never, there's never a time that you just hang out with Randy and watch a movie and then he Go goes home. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Dude, I, I could tell you stories about being at his house and fucking Stan the man would call and he'd be like, dude, you got to talk to Stan the man. You got to talk to Stan the man. It's like, all right, I'll talk to Stan the man. I get on the phone with Stan. I was like, what's up, man? Nothing. What's up with you? And then I would be like, okay, I'll give you back to Randy. And I hand Randy the phone. He'd be like, isn't he cool, man? Isn't he like the coolest? I was like, dude, he didn't say shit. Do you remember? Do you remember I know we're just memory laning a little bit, but whatever. Do you remember the Stan the Man calendar? I do. <laughs> you probably still have it. Don't I, do. I, I do. I do. I have some of that. Sh- I know I have it in a box. <laughs> the, he made this calendar with this guy, Stan the Man. Yeah. And it was it was a calendar of nothing. Yeah. It was like this guy, I guess, got photo passes and took pictures at shows, but none of them were good. None of them were good at all. It would be like a blurry side shot of the drummer of um, White Zombie or something, you know. And he'd be like, "Dude, look at that! Look at the motion in that picture!" I said, "Dude, stop it! It's blurry. It's blurry. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a motion picture. It's just blurry." But uh, you remember that? And and Randy was like, "Dude, we should be able to make a ton of money off these calendars." Man. Like, who would buy that? Who the fuck is buying a Stan the Man cal? And even said Stan the Man on the front of it. I know. Like, who the fuck is Stan the Man? Randy's a trip, man. Well, even that big chair he made. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's the Echo Rose chair. Yeah, it, it's it's like it's like a trucker's version of Game of Thrones. <laughs> It's it's a throne, all right. I got to find that chair. Randy with the chair, the the guns. and I mean, and and there's no reason for it. It's not like he has some song talking about sitting in a big chair or something. Yeah, songs from the big chair. Anything. I I, I mean. (laughs) Tears for fears. If if he had any reason at all for this chair. Yeah, for a prop to kind of accentuate the song or get the message across or something. But all it was is just a big stage prop for no apparent reason. There it is. Let's let's put this up on on the screen here. Share file. Open. So it's this one. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, there you go. What in the hell is that? Just sitting there on a big diesel chair. Yeah. Yeah, big, big pipes. On it. It's got, got big truck pipes on it. Yeah. I mean, what it, this looks like a wine rack or something down here. Doesn't it? And then he's got keyboards underneath. Yeah. Keyboard steps. What the hell is this thing? It's a musical chair. I guess so. And you, play, <laughs> you played that in kindergarten, right? Musical chairs. <laughs> It's a musical chair. Yeah, well, that's that's Randy's got the ultimate musical chair. He really does. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That thing is that thing is just wild, man. What yeah. is he thinking? <clears throat> Looks like it almost has air horns on each arm piece or something. <laughs> it looks like it should lift off. <laughs> <laughs> looks like that's how he should be getting to the gigs. Yeah. Sit in the chair and it just flies him wherever he's going. Yeah, look at him. He's so happy. Oh, he loved that chair, dude. He's got his, got his, you know, his, his horns flying. He loved that chair. Yeah. Look at it. That thing is a, that's a chair. (laughs) 
<laughs> For what reason? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> He's so funny. Yeah. Love Randy, but man, come on, dude. What is that? <laughs> and, and what's crazy about this is, and I want to be sure that I paint this picture. This is not an old picture from 20 years ago when we were kids. This is, if you notice, he doesn't have any hair here. Yeah. This is, this is recent. Yeah, this is within the last eight years, maybe. Yeah, this is recent with Randy with the rant, with the rocking chair, so to speak. <laughs> the rocking chair. The rocking chair. I think that's what he calls it, the rocking chair. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So good. <laughs> I love that shit. That's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, we've had some characters, dude. All, all the characters in the CMS history have been just that characters. They just goofy. Big Mike with his fucking belly, his guts that were falling out. <laughs> Big hernia. That was disgusting. <laughs> that dude literally had a, it looked like his intestines were falling out of his yeah, stomach. Yeah, he had a big hernia. It was gross. And he, was, he, he wasn't shy to show it to you either. No. He'd be like, hey, look at this. Uh, dude, tuck that away. <laughs> you know, little Mike with his fucking weirdness. Yeah. You ever hear from him? He's no, no. Did Big Mike die? I have no idea. I, I lost track of those guys a long time ago. I'm sure Little Mike is still around. Yeah, he was, he was. He was living at his grandmother's house. Of course he know. was. Of course he is. And, and obviously, long-haired Mike died. Yeah, he passed away, and he was a young guy too. I mean, of the three of them, I would have suspected he would have lived the longest. Well, that's a, that's another guy who lived in his mother's basement. Yeah, maybe that's the problem. You know, he 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 lived in his parents' house in the basement, and then he got married and moved his moved his wife into the basement. How do you even get away with that, <laughs> uh, dude? When when I moved back here from California, um, I had to stay with with Georgetta and with with Kylie with the baby at my mom's house for, it was supposed to be a month. It was supposed to be a month while I got my shit together and got my, you know, got a job, you know, and then I was going to move out. Right. 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 By two weeks, by the two week mark, I hated my mom. Georgetta hated my mom. My mom hated Georgetta. Everybody hated my kid crying. And was like, we had to fucking go. We, we, we had to leave like two, we were supposed to stay a month. We only could stay two weeks. And then we ended up fucking piling all our shit into, remember the old Palms Motel? Oh, yeah. We rented a, a room at the Palms Motel. The Palms. <laughs> and it, the room was about the size of my office here, but I had like 14 pieces of luggage and, you know, like some furniture and shit that I had, you know, because I, I, just, I just moved everything out. I had to get, get the fuck out of my mom's house. That was two weeks. How do you move in for permanent? How does that work? I don't know. I, I don't understand how that could ever work. What parents want their kid to fucking move in with their wife? Yeah. Well, his, his idea was, is that he was going to live in the basement until his parents passed away. Then he would just inherit the house and he'd always move already, upstairs. Yeah. Then you move upstairs. But the irony is obviously is his parents outlived him. Yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. Just crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I can't believe that dude. And that dude, he really wasn't a drinker. He wasn't a drug guy. No, not at all. Died he, shoveling snow. Fuck yeah, that. yeah, just died. Just dropped dead. For, what was he, 43 or something? Yeah, 40, 40, yeah, 45, I think. 45? Yeah. Just fell over dead. And here yeah. I am. Here I am, a total mess. And I lived, outlived him by 10 years. Yeah, and I'll never forget that phone call you made. You what? called me up. You called me and told me. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go, uh, hey. I said, what's up? He goes, long-haired Mike died. I was like, what? <laughs> no. He goes, yeah, he died. I said, yeah. what What happened? He goes, he was out shoveling snow. He just died. It's like, you're shitting me. No. It's like, no, he died. And it's like, holy cow. Yeah. Who would have ever thought? Yeah. It's like, this guy was thin. Yeah. Had a fairly healthy lifestyle you know he wasn't a drugger not a big drinker just sang in his band installed windows he was a window installer yeah and And he was in like two or three bands that that required him to be high energy so he wasn't like you know it wasn't like he was like the bass player just standing off in the corner yeah i mean he was the singer of the alice cooper tribute and the iron maiden tribute yep and yeah, just drop dead shoveling snow. Yeah, was, and that, that was just, I was, <laughs> that just blew me away when you called me. And I was just like, what? Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I still think about that periodically. It's I, like, I always think about it anytime it snows. It's like, man, is that freaking weird or what? Yeah. Anytime it snows and I start getting the itch of like, oh, I just got to go brush some snow off my driveway. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that. I will drive over that shit until it's an ice sheet before I will ever fucking shovel snow again. Right. Honestly, I, I, I'm being as, that's been what, about eight, 10 years now, right? Mm, six so years ago. Six years ago? Six years ago. I have not touched a shovel since. Mm. I will never shovel snow again because of long-haired Mike. Right. Because if that guy could die shoveling snow, big fat out of shape me will die from shoveling snow. Yeah. No way. Not Not giving into that. Sure. Nope. Hmm. All right, dude. Why, what do you say we take a break? Yeah, that works. That was a whole segment about nothing. Yeah, I know. It was fun. Seinfeld segment. Exactly. <laughs> a whole segment about nothing. Exactly. Well, since uh, since we were talking about our good friend Randy Trask. Yeah. Pulled up some Randy Trask in the buds. Oh, are we going to do some roller coaster? Uh, how did you know? I already got it going. Because that's have the only song you could take. Yes, I got Can the you roller take- can you take any other songs that he does? I, I'm for roller coaster. I like it, but do you like any of the other songs on there? Well, not really, but roller coaster is obviously the the benchmark song there. Dude, anytime you anytime you lead with a banjo, it's okay with me. Because <laughs> he was trying to be Zach Wild. <laughs> exactly. Losing my mind. I'm on a roll, 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 roller coaster. <laughs> The one thing, one more quick story about Randy, and then we'll get done with this. All right. Do you remember he had that fucking song, Rodeo? Yeah, Rodeo. Ro- Rodeo. Which was a terrible song. Yes. But he was so sold on that song. Remember he got the tattoo, and he was like, this is, he, he got the dust in our bones. The dust in our bones. Dust in our bones was the name of his Eddie. Of course, he had a character. He was dust in our bones. And he got tattooed under it. It said rodeo. 
He was so sure that that was his home sweet home. I remember him telling me that. Well, that's his boss hit bound single. Yeah. But he would tell you that he'd be like, dude, this is my, this is going to be my home sweet home, man. This is, this is going to be my breakthrough rodeo. And then you'd hear it and it was like, that's very good. And then, and then you'd hear it live with that horrible Roger in the band. (laughs) And, and it was Randy Roger. And for a band guy, Roger might've been the most depressed, non, non-inviting guy in the history of bands. He was completely, you would get around him and get depressed just looking at him. Yeah. Well, he was a, he was, he was sort of like a goth looking kind of guy. He yeah. had the black hair and kind of like all down and. Yeah. But he was solid. always pissed. Yeah. He was always, he was like. You know, you would, he would go to shows, they, they would play gigs. Now they're playing the gigs. They're booking their own gigs. Ain't like, it ain't like Wicked Heart was big enough that there was a promotional guy. They were booking to open at whatever fucking place they could possibly play. Right. And so allegedly this band wanted to play and Roger would show up to these gigs and would be like, oh, got to play another fucking show tonight, huh? Like you're in the band, bro. <laughs> why don't you quit the band if you don't want to play in the band right but dude, he just he just was mr mr depression well i i know i i can't say i know why but i did go to his house one time because randy invited <laughs> me to one of their rehearsals right that and, had I, and, I, and after seeing that house and that wife he was married to yeah shit, yeah i'd be depressed too yeah but you'd think he'd be happy to be away yeah You'd think that that would be his, his outlet would be to get the fuck away. I mean, he was married to the typical overweight housewife with the sweatpants. Right. The old house frau. And in the, in the house that smells like animals. Ugh, like, he smells like cat piss. Right. It was no just like, oh my God. Yeah. And they were practicing. They were rehearsing in the basement and they wanted my opinion on, you know, what <laughs> they need. And I was just like. I can't sit here. My eyes are burning. My nose is burning <laughs> and this place stinks to high heaven. Right. It's like, holy cow. Yeah, it's like, they, are you raising barn animals in here? What they needed was a bass player and a steady lineup. <laughs> Dude, how many guitarists did, how many times did you run into Randy and he'd be like, Hey man, this is my new, new guitarist bill. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you, and, and I saw Randy all the time. Right. And I mean, quite literally, every time I would see Randy be like, hey, this is this is Phil. He's the new guitar player for Wicked Right. right. And, and this guy's the new drummer. And then like two weeks later, there's another new drummer. And then three weeks later, there's another new drummer. And 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 then there's Randy running around with his publicist, Bryn. Bryn. Was Bryn. that Bryn or Bryn yeah. or something? No, it was Bryn. Bryn, yeah. Had a great ass. And Lord knows I saw everything else because her... Randy thanking me by having her get naked at the fucking Ron's crossroads. That was an event. Great ass flapjack tits. Oh yeah. She, she definitely, somebody threw eggs at her and they stuck to her chest. <laughs> she definitely had some fucking, some soggy eggs, soggy <laughs> egg tits. For such a young girl. Yeah. She was what, like 23 or something. Yeah, she was in her early to mid twenties. She had to have been a fatso that turned into a flatso. Had to have been. Mm-hmm. There's no other explanation for tits that bad. Ugh. They literally look like fucking runny eggs. 
She had horrible tits, but her ass was fucking on point. <laughs> I just remember getting back saying, Randy's like, I just want to thank you for everything you do for the band, man. You're help, so helpful with Wicked Art. And he just looked at Brynn and said, take off your clothes. Here's your reward. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to have my personal assistant get naked for you. And she did. She just was like, she just took off her clothes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, terrific. I was like, okay, thanks for that. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. I mean, it's not like she was like dancing around or anything. Yeah, she just she, took off her clothes like here I am. Yeah, she literally just pulled off her top and unzipped her skirt and let it hit the floor, took off her panties, and was standing there. And I was like, okay, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Randy. And uh, the best part about that story was not even that was after like Bryn got dressed and went out the room and Randy's like, just want to thank you again, bro. Everything you do is fucking awesome. I hope that was awesome too. I was like, dude, I was like, you don't, I don't need to see your fucking secretary naked. <laughs> That's a reward. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> Okay, terrific. Yeah, there it is. Randy. Randy's a every like I said, dude, there's there are a million Randy stories because every time you're around this guy, there's another story you can tell. Dude, just when when I had him here doing the show and he was all fucked up and passing in and out from from getting high. And pissing off Michael Hannon. And we turned his microphone off. And left it off for like four or five segments, and he didn't even know. He just would be like, <laughs> so he's talking, to, and, and nobody could hear him. And and at some point, he went out to smoke some more pot, and fucking uh, Omom or or Hannon were like, just turn his fucking mic on. I was like, absolutely not. Now I'm not turning his mic on. You know? <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, Michael Hannon was pissed. <laughs> He was like, okay, terrific. He was like, get this fucking guy out of here. <laughs> and that made me want to just prompt him. Dude, the, <laughs> the minute Hannon said he didn't like Randy, that's when I started asking Randy questions. When once Hannon said, said, oh man, this guy's a fucking pain in the ass, then I'm just like immediately, so Randy, what do you think about that? <laughs> Just to just to grind it a little bit more, and and Omom got it. He was laughing his fucking ass off. Of course, but but Michael was pissed off. Randy was so stoned he didn't know where he was. Oh, it was fantastic. That was a good night. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Good stuff. All right. Well, since we're talking about Randy, yeah, we're gonna play his. Uh, it wasn't rodeo that is a bot boss hit bound single it's it's roller coaster and this is cms number one isn't it exactly <laughs> all right well we're gonna play a few tunes we'll come back so here it is it's randy trask and the buds with roller coaster exclusively here on your classic metal show thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. <laughs> 
Once again, thank you for checking out the Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Ninja!